Welcome to the Intuitive Hour with psychic medium, author, and intuitive life coach, Michelle Beltran. The Intuitive Hour will empower you to learn how to magnify your intuitive voice. Listen in and expand your understanding of what it means to be psychic and how to awaken, amplify, and trust your inner voice. From wherever you are on this planet, welcome. This is the Intuitive Hour. Awaken your inner voice. Thank you for being here. I'm your host, Michelle Beltran. Okay, today on tap, reading interpersonal dramas. A very important subject we want to make sure you have a good understanding of prior to stepping into a psychic reading or session. Okay, so this week, we're just going to dive right in. This week, I want to ask you to consider, while you're out in public, at work, a shopping mall, grocery store, wherever it be, as you see and observe and watch people interact, really take a good deep look at the dramas or the tensions or the conversations or the interactions that are arising between them. Perhaps you'll notice a mother with her child offering support or guidance or help or scolding the child. Perhaps you'll overhear a happy, wonderful, warm, gracious conversation between two people or a tension-filled one. You might observe someone waiting in line impatiently at the store. I want you to notice those pivotal emotion-filled moments that you see in your day. Again, with family, friends, at work. This exercise, your ability to come forward and notice these moments of heightened energy and tension and emotion is about seeing into these situations and to decipher what is underneath them. There are really many possibilities. Uh, It could be people have a spiritual contract. These two people you see in this interaction have a spiritual contract to be in that situation that they find themselves in. One person is in a crisis situation, perhaps uh, having trouble managing emotions you, you might see and observe. They're in that situation as a learning process or tool for perhaps down the road so that they can navigate it going forward in their life. Uh, You might see a person under stress at work or home and um, as you look and delve down deeper you might consider well what what's happening what's happening underneath what is really making them express. Very often we project in life we're stressed about something, we project it onto someone or something or at a certain moment, yet it has nothing to do with that person or that moment. Someone may have lost a loved one recently or a relationship had ended, and so we see that projection. So your task is to really get to the underlayer of what's happening and observe from a neutral space, by the way. Don't go into it. Don't, get, don't go there and be there and support. Observe and allow what's happening to be. 
There really could be many reasons why all, all these sorts of interactions happen, of course, but the underlying principle is that most times we find ourselves in these kinds of conflicts or upsets or tensions with strangers or with circumstance that might I irritate us a bit um, uh, because, there's, because there's something else at the source. So why does an intuitive or a psychic or a life coach need to be aware of this? Really good question. First, your friends, family, or clients that you're working with, they, they may often have a situation just like this going on when you're reading them with them and for them. So it's really helpful for you to be able to spot these things, to have worked already previously in identifying the underlayers and being able to separate what's happening in the reading from the person's attitude or behavior while they're in the session. Second, this kind of tension or upset could be very important to the client's reading to the extent that it's a trigger or some emotional stuck energy that needs to be resolved, uh, an old belief system that needs to be let go of, such as learning patience or better listening or uh, communication beliefs and ideals, and even learning to set healthy boundaries. Finally, since readings are a shared growth for readie and reader, this is going to help you as a reader, as a psychic, as a life coach, more and more become aware of how the little upsets that occur in your own life come forward, and then how to create unpleasant interactions and upsets in your own life and maintaining positivity. Every reading is a gift to both, and in every reading there will be something for you as the readee to learn from. Always, you want to look for that as well. Okay, now, since readings, as we know, can be filled with emotion and uh, interpersonal dramas and tension, let's talk now about a technique or a practice for remaining objective while you're in a psychic session so that you can remain clear and not lose connection. So often, intuitives and psychics and healers that are here to do spiritual work work with those who have had loss or are filled with tension, relationship drama, overcoming financial matters, health, career setbacks. And so these are poignant readings. They are filled with emotion. We've got to have tools to navigate them and be in the, what I like to call the center of our heads, neutral, in charge, not having dropped down into that emotion, heart-filled space, where, by the way, we lose our sense of accuracy the moment we have dropped to. So if you've found yourself in any session, you've probably heard me say this before, if you found yourself dropping into that heart space and emotionally attached, it's a real good time to disengage or bring the session politely to a close. That said, you will often, in these spaces, naturally fall into emotions felt by the client. That is normal to some extent. And this will happen, especially if you are a strong empath, which many of you are. 
naturally so. It really is okay to feel emotion. In fact, sometimes it's actually necessary. There is, however, a fine line, and it is not a good idea to get real deeply involved in the emotional experience of the client or let it overwhelm you. Pull, pull you down that rabbit hole, I like to say. This can be difficult, but keep in mind that when this happens, you may get confused or unclear and lose connection or fail to even get really important evidential or factual or accurate information. In these situations, it's paramount to be objective and clear so that you can get the information that will um, bring healing and relief to the client. All right, so here's an exercise I'd like you to consider uh, uh, to support your learning and in this uh, objective of trying to remain neutral as you are supporting those around you. All right. So close your eyes and take a moment, if you would, to think of someone you loved very deeply who passed. Take a moment and recall them now. Visualize them out in front of you. Use all of your senses if you like. You might smell something. You might hear something. You might have a sense of emotion. Recall them now. And tune in to the emotions you felt when they passed or at their funeral or service, uh, or when you got the news. Be present there. Feel deeply into those emotions. Now, after a few moments of doing this, open your eyes and write out um, in your journal the feelings and emotions that you did experience. Use as much detail about your feelings as you can be very descriptive. Take several minutes to jot down what happened. If you had tears, write that down. Uh, generally, we have grief and sadness, whatever that was, uh, as part of your grieving. Make note of it. Next, take a moment now to disengage uh, from that, that past a moment of recall and write about this person's passing from a different perspective. I want you to now imagine you are the obituary writer for the newspaper and you're at work and you're tasked with writing the obituary. Report the facts, tell the story, but do it without emotion. Take a few moments to do that. Write out all the details and facts and be with that. Next, you are again the obituary writer for a passing of someone, but this time you don't know them at all. Yet you are tasked as before, with reporting the facts, telling the story, and without emotion. Three levels here of connection to this person, the person's passing. In two cases, you know them. In one, you do not. But in different roles. Now, finally, 
Make a few notes about the differences, the very distinct differences and feelings between what you experienced when writing about this loved one from the perspectives of a closeness to them, of the obituary writer, and then the obituary writer who did not know this person. In a reading with another, the point here is for you to recognize that you are merely an observer or a reporter. We want you to be in one of the latter two stages, in the latter two roles. Once you become overtaken by emotion, it's an indication, as mentioned before, you have dropped right down into that heart center and you are no longer in your third eye or the center of your head. This clouds your accuracy. So what to do? Catch yourself. And then simply move back upward into the center of your head as the observer. You may even at this moment ask your higher self to bring you clarity, accuracy, and neutrality as you do this. Okay, there we go. Another wonderful technique for you in your psychic development and moving forward in psychic readings and how to navigate them successfully. We are going then to bring this episode to a close, everyone. Thank you, as always, for being with me here today. Please do reach out with any questions again to 800 607 1770. Always a pleasure and honor to be with you. I look forward to seeing you here next week. Thanks for listening to the Intuitive Hour with Michelle Beltran. If you like what you heard, please share our podcast with a friend and be sure to visit michellebeltran.com to get Michelle's popular Develop Your Clairvoyance ebook. <laughs>